Welcome to the Gotham Principles Podcast with Alon Barzilai. Entrepreneurial lessons that will unlock your business superpowers. Okay, welcome back to another episode. Today's topic is unmasking the secret identity of your business. Now, in previous episodes, we've talked about really focusing on your origin story, embracing it, understanding how you can use that in your marketing and your branding. We've talked about the lessons that you can learn from some of these superhero films, and we've done deep dives into the superheroes themselves. But today, what we really want to dive into is yet another framework that we've got, which is really talking about the different business types and how you get into business and what the influence or the driver is for the style of business that you go into. And so we're really talking today about understanding the secret identity of your business. And there are five different types. Alan's going to take us through them. And when you understand these and learn more about these, it's going to have an impact on everything that you do and the decisions you make. So Alan, where do you want to start with this? Well, I think a good place to start is to think about a solopreneur. That's a term that's out there. Just basically a one-man or one-woman show. In the superhero world, a lot of people have a favorite superhero, and they often point to Wolverine. He's an anti-hero, but he's an example of somebody who doesn't play nice with others. He's very good at what he does, but he's a loner, and he always is the wolf that gets away from the wolf pack. That's who Wolverine is. So when you think about a solopreneur, uh, often they're a professional. They're a lawyer for hire, and that's their business. They're a CPA, an accountant, some kind of consultant. They're good at what they do, and that's it. Nothing wrong with that. But at some point, that kind of person is faced with an opportunity, they'll, or they'll have to create it themselves, and they say, is this all I want? There's nothing wrong with that. But if they're going to take the next step, there are thousands and thousands of different types of businesses and industries. But I've learned after studying business types that there's a trend. Your decision about what kind of direction I want to go into what kind of business is certainly deeply rooted into the kind of person that you are. There are no right or wrong answers to this. But what we hope to do with this graphic that you can download on our website and what we're going to explain today is how do you unmask that secret identity so that you know why you took the steps that you did and why you made the choices that led to those steps. So, Alan, would this be a little bit about, you know, obviously you hear lots talk about your why, understanding your why, the purpose behind your business. Would this be kind of your variation on on that the purpose behind the business absolutely but what would happen if you study what is your why which is a very popular subject that's been floated around there in recent years i can take a room of a thousand entrepreneurs that determine what is their why and i can break them down into five categories no matter how unique or interesting or what kind of special snowflake you think you are no matter what special snowflake you think your company is, and no matter what special snowflake you think your industry is, it doesn't matter. There are five different motivators that guide your direction. 
Those five are security, power, freedom, influence, and innovation. So let's take them one at a time and explore how they are categorized, what they mean, and what does it have to do with superheroes? Start with security, okay? So imagine you want that security is important to you. It's probably deeply rooted because maybe you watch your parents get laid off and lose that important job. The factory closed down. Not everybody retires from IBM and gets the gold watch. So there's some kind of influence that security. Look, you want to be an entrepreneur. You want to be your own boss. You want to take risks. That's great. But I want to do this in a safe, conservative, secure way. So, John, if you wanted to start a business, but you wanted it to be safe. Well, I would think the most surefire, provided you had the money to get in, most surefire shot you have at success would be buying into a franchise. Exactly right. Cinnabon. Doesn't matter what it is, but it's not like you are progressively inventing the wheel. It's quite the opposite. Maybe it's a planet fitness. Somebody else was the risk taker who created the formula. And if you follow these easy steps, chances are you'll be successful. You will not be as successful as the innovator. But everyone talks about, uh, you know, that success of being the early bird that gets the worm. But you're more interested in not being the early worm that gets eaten alive. So you might buy a franchise to create your first store. And over time, you may do two of them and three of them and four of them. And over time, you may say, you know what? Hey, I've been rolling out Burger Kings and now I'm going to do Dunkin' Donuts. Nothing wrong with it. But realize that's what's your motivator security. Look, you may not also have the capabilities to be that great inventor and disruptor. That's fine. We talked about that in the origin story podcast. But know that what's driving your thinking is security. Now, what's another example of somebody who is now taken to another level? You know, maybe they're willing to be more of a risk taker than someone who opens franchises. And we talk about somebody who wants to ride a wave. There's something else happening in the world that other people have proven and I'm gonna copy. So somebody who's creating a franchise, what does that have to do with superheroes? Do you know that Robin from Batman and Robin is a franchise? Dick Grayson was the character who became the apprentice to Bruce Wayne and became Robin. But over time, comic book fans know that Dick Grayson moved on. He became a completely different superhero called Nightwing. And the Robin costume and identity was then taken on by someone else. In the comic books, this is what you'll see with Spider-Man as well. It's a franchise. Now, security is what's driving these decision makers to become those kinds of superheroes. It's a lot easier to to be another Robin and get Batman to teach you what to do, then go be your own superhero. Well, let's say in the business world, you rolled out um, five Burger Kings and things are going well. Now you're gonna roll out two Planet Fitnesses and even start another Dunkin' Donuts. All the power to you, nothing wrong with that, but you're being influenced by a secret identity of who you are, it's about security. But now, now let's say that same kind of person wants to go deeper. And they're really trying to take on a little more risk. These are the kind of people who want to 
be the wave riders. There's somebody else out there. There's a wave of new ideas. Like, I remember when extreme sports became the hot subject. So a lot of extreme sports businesses were coming out because somebody else proved it. Or nowadays, uh, there's all kinds of crazy exercise studios, uh, all these new ideas. You can learn how to work out with a stripper pole. You can learn how to work out with those kettlebells, or you can learn out with all the CrossFit is very popular. It's very different than inventing it. But now you said, I'm gonna create my own CrossFit because I've seen how it's been done around the neighborhood, around the city, around the state. But I'm not really a risk taker. I'm just doing my own thing. When I think about the superhero world, it's always the silver surfer that comes to mind. He's really doing the work of Galactica, someone else. He's literally on a silver surfboard riding a wave of something else that is happening. Nothing wrong with that, but again, what is the driver? Security. Now, if somebody really wanted to grow even more, but security was what the motivator was, maybe they'd say, you know what? I created my own CrossFit place, and now I want to multiply it. I want to open one in every neighborhood, in every city, in every state, and I grow and I grow. It's the same thing over and over again. So if someone is motivated by security, and maybe they've had the franchise like Robin, and now maybe they've become some kind of silver surfer. They're riding the wave of someone else's innovation, but they want to grow more. But security is their true identity. The next step is emerging markets. It's basically being an opportunist. Like, let's say in the example that you created your own CrossFit studio. It's going great. You might say, you know what? I'm seeing that there's a lot of elderly people going to Florida in droves. There's an emerging market. I wonder if we could dumb down this CrossFit and do CrossFit for the elderly. Or they're going to say, you know what? CrossFit is fantastic, but where the action's at is population growth in China and India. That's the emerging market, that minority market that's out there. Maybe they don't have CrossFit. Let's bring our CrossFit to them. Right, right. Now, can I ask you a question about this as we're going through these? I get the sense after you just broke down security that there are different levels. So level one, then progressively level two, level three. So franchise to the wave, you know, riding the wave to then exploring emerging markets. So if you choose that path of security and you're looking at the grid for our listeners, when you're looking at the actual visual, these build on top of each other. In, in absolutely. Absolutely. You know, in the superhero world, um, I remember when Super Friends TV show wanted to expand their viewership and they, they realized that they don't have enough minority representation and they tried their best and they had a character called Black Vulcan and they had another character they'll talk about next uh, the, in the next part of this chart of the Apache Chief and they were just very forcefully trying to find an emerging market to include other minorities it's very heavy handed but the thought was you know the, it was very heavy handed but the intent was there so what, to summarize 
if you are interested in security, you can continue to be an entrepreneur and grow at different levels, but behind every decision you're making, it's driven by security. Now to the editor, um, I'm now gonna go back to the power one. We finished talking about Apache Chief, and I just now introduced the third level, which is multi-man that I have to redo. So if you're interested in power, maybe you're that Superman, like you said, the financial organization, and it's all about you. And maybe one level up is you say, now I need, I need to grow fast. I want to be the Apache chief. I need to grow my business fast. Well, what would that look like? Um, well, if it's a financial institution, you might say, well, oh, I need to get three other financial gurus to work here. You know, I got to bring in a life insurance expert to then work off of my busy administrators, my lead generates, and, and maybe a, an estate planner, and I'll give them stock advice. But I'm just trying to grow as fast as I can within a power-driven mode. That there's a couple people with knowledge and power and expertise and everyone else are the busy workers. Nothing wrong with that. But power is what's really driving you. You, you, you didn't say, I'm going to go get an education and be the best stockbroker and estate planner and life insurance sales. No, no, no. I just want to grow really fast and just add more powerful people to the team. So would this be this power line? Would this be the people who are looking to scale up really quickly to um, take over a market as fast as possible? Would those people all fall into this power line? Anybody who wants to grow bigger is going to go from the first stage of one of these five tracks to the second stage or to the third stage. And there's many other examples of how you can grow big. But when you look at somebody who says, I want to grow big by bringing in other powerful people, that's a unique play. You can grow big by getting capital behind you and rolling it out. Do, do a proof of concept, get a venture capitalist to back you, and roll your product or service out across the country. You can go big by modifying and adding and changing. There's many ways that you can go big, and there's plenty of entrepreneurs out there lecturing the circuit of how to do it. But what my point is, those who are solely focused on power, they're not willing to go back and re-educate, to innovate. They want to find other powerful people and roll it out. And that same kind of player, when they say, okay, now I've done that, and I want to bring it to the next level, well, this is where one of my favorite superheroes, is actually a villain, uh, called Multi-Man, comes into play. You remember? Me, me, me. Big two. Do you remember in the X-Men, this character... Uh, was named Multi-Man. His power was he could just recreate himself. If he wanted to fill a room with 100 people, he could magically make 100 versions of himself. He was a good guy that turned bad guy, but I always think about him because he represents the serial entrepreneur. See, that's the kind of person, here's what happens. They went to a level of growth, they say, you know what, I'm the Superman in my organization, but... How can I replicate me? Just me. See, there's only so many hours in the day. There's only, in Philadelphia, I, I can only have one office of support. It's only me. What am I going to do? Oh, I know. I'm going to replicate me. How do they become multi-man as a serial entrepreneur? They're not creating new businesses, but what they'll do is they'll have 
a training program for other people. Buy my tapes, buy my CD, buy my training program online that you get a piece of me. You know, the best example I can think of are all those late night guys who show you how they make millions in real estate. Millions and millions. Well, if they really knew what they're doing, they'd probably keep those secrets to themselves and go be a real estate developer. Instead, they want to say, how can I replicate myself? Oh, for $19.99, you can come for the introductory class, but then spend 300 bucks and get me on CD and get me a – you see what it got is? It, got it. Yeah, and so I know like in our business, this is very popular with professional speakers who are the, the brand. They are the face of the business. They get paid $25,000, $30,000 to be on stage for a keynote. But there's only so many days in a year. There's only so much travel they can do. And if they go down this line – after they've gotten a bit bigger, the way that they look to scale in this serial format is to create an online course version of themselves, to create a, a webinar strategy, whatever way they can virtually replicate themselves to be in more places. Exactly right. So let's talk about the third opportunity. My favorite. Your favorite. It's freedom. So these people are not, uh, these business types, they're... Their driver is not necessarily for the money or the power. It's for the, the freedom and the flexibility that comes from the business. Exactly. I think the first category is the corporate escape. You've been working in corporate America for so long. You don't want to have a boss. You wish that you could just grow wings and fly out of the 10th floor of that office high-rise and get away from it all so you can have your own business and your own life. And I always think of one of my favorite X-Men characters, if you remember the character named Angel. Angel, among his powers, his biggest power is the power of flight. He literally has giant bird-like wings, like an angel that he can flap and fly. And there's this dramatic scene where he does exactly what I'm saying. He crashes out of a window and flies away. Some entrepreneurs are motivated simply to not have a boss. Be your own boss. They will soon learn that they have 50 bosses when you're an entrepreneur. <laughs> the bank is your boss. Your employees are your boss. The investors are the boss. The governor. But the motivation for many simple businesses is I want to fly away. Got it. Got it. And then what's the next level of this? The next level up is, well, I wish I could do it on my own, but I don't have the wherewithal. I don't have the money. I don't have the knowledge. I need help. I need somebody's shoulder to cry on when things don't go well, but I also need someone to high-five when things go well. These are the people who are looking for a strategic partnership. It's not the solopreneur like Wolverine. It's somebody who has a compatriot, a partner. But that kind of partner is not looking to tear up the world and grow. They just want to be in a lifestyle business where each player supports each other. And the, the best example of that in the superhero world 
is the Wonder Twins. And we talk about them in great length, the superhero profile uh, elsewhere in the podcast on this website. But when you think about them, they are two peas in a pod. They're twin brother and sister, and one can't achieve anything without the other. That's an ultimate team. Remember when we went through all that, you know, how that worked? Yeah, yeah. And and I think they are, as as we know from our deep dive we did on, on the Wonder Twins, they are the perfect example of a partnership. And now, so this is, with freedom, Angel being your first level, uh, the Wonder Twins being that second level that now you've got a partner to share with. Where do you take freedom to, what's the third level of freedom? Well, the third level of freedom is been there, done that. I've been doing this for 10, 20 years, and I'm tired of it. I may have had a partner or not, it doesn't matter. Let's say you're that CPA. You're a one-man show. You're a professional service. You, you, you were like Angel. You, you flew out the window of that top six accounting firm, and you were successful, and you ran a shop for a while. You might have added employees or not. doesn't matter. But you got to the point where you're bored. The new car smell is not there anymore. You're tired of it. So you exit that business, and what you're looking for is a second career. You know, when I think about the superhero world, Dr. Bruce Banner was a, was a nuclear scientist. But something changed, and now suddenly he's a green monster. He has an entirely new, exciting life ahead of him. He never knew that was going to happen. And by the way, it did not happen at a young age. Well into his career of being a scientist, he started a second career of being the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk of being a superhero. So I think what happens um, very frequently is somebody may leave the workforce to have a second career, or they may become an entrepreneur and do something completely different. And it's symbolic of, what is the underlying factor that drives them? Freedom. Thank you for listening to the Gotham Principles Podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you enjoy listening to your podcasts and stay connected with us at GothamPrinciples.com.